Welcome to the Tea on Weddings, where we spill all the tea on weddings and wedding planning. Today, we're going to talk about how to choose your wedding photographer. Now, before you get started, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode, and also just because I would love your support. Um, Now, let's get started. So, for this first official episode, this is episode number two. The first episode was just a welcome episode. So, this is our first official episode, and I am a wedding photographer, and so since I'm hosting this podcast, it only makes sense. The very first episode would be on wedding photography. So I don't have any guests today. It's just going to be me, but I just want to walk through kind of my view on what you should be looking for in your wedding photographer. So first of all, the most important thing is that you like the style of photography. And that's right. That's the most important thing. A lot of you, and this I was guilty of this when I planned my own wedding, the most important thing to me was budget. And I completely understand that being a priority, but it can't be the first priority. It just can't because these are the pictures that will last a lifetime. And these are the, this is really the only thing you're going to have left after the wedding day are these pictures. I mean, you, you of course, will have your memories. You know, you're going to probably still have your wedding dress. But in reality, the only thing that you have left to remember the day by is these pictures. Because as we all know, memories fade over time. And if you don't have these beautiful pictures of your wedding day, it's it's like what what what's the point? I mean that's what I think. I really believe that photography is the most important thing to make sure you get right. Um, it just it just really is, and that's why it, it really hurts my heart and makes me so sad that people don't prioritize it. And I know I know that it is hard to justify spending so much on photography when everyone has a camera, right? Everyone's a photographer. You have a camera on your phone. Everybody's got pictures. So of course you could, you can get pictures without spending um, a lot of money, but are they going to really capture the day fully? And are they going to capture it in a way that you can really relive every single moment of that beautiful day? And are they going to be pictures that you're going to want to look back on and you're going to want to hang in your house for the rest of your life and that you're going to want to pass down to your kids, you know, your wedding album and all that. So I really think loving the aesthetic and the style of your photographer is the very first, number one, most important thing. And how I personally like to judge if I like the style of photography is by two things. First of all, Instagram. You can get a really, really good idea of someone's a photographer's style on their Instagram because you can see all of the images laid out perfectly, you know, in a very curated way typically on Instagram, and you can pretty easily see if you like their style. Now, the only thing with Instagram is that it can be curated pretty easily. Um, I say easily. It's actually not (laughs) super easy, but um, you can curate an Instagram to look very nice, even if the pictures themselves aren't super great, if that makes sense. Like you might like the aesthetic of an Instagram, but the actual pictures maybe you don't love, if that makes sense. So first thing I would look at the Instagram. And second of all, I would go to the website 
definitely go to their website, look through the portfolio, and then typically you can see pictures individually and really look at individual pictures and see, do I like this picture? And of course you could do that on the Instagram as well, but you know, usually there's some different things on Instagram versus website. And so I would definitely go to their website and make sure you like their style. So that's the first thing. And uh, I think it's the most important thing. (laughs) And then the second most important thing when looking for your wedding photographer, again, it's not budget. It's that they are established, that they are trustworthy. Um, Look at reviews. uh, Look at their website design. Honestly, the design of the website can tell you a lot. Is it professional? Is it well done? Or is it not? Um, This can be a huge indicator of if they are professional, if they've been doing this a long time, if they can be trusted, or if they're like new, do it on the side, don't really take it seriously, that kind of thing. So that can be a big indicator. Obviously, reviews. If you know anyone that's used them, of course, ask them how their experience went because you really want an established and trusted photographer. You don't want a week before your wedding for your photographer to be like, oh, I'm sick and bail, you know, or whatever. You need to make sure they're trusted, make sure they they have you sign a contract. Um, if they don't have you sign a contract, that's a huge red flag that they don't know what they're doing because that is crazy. Um, definitely make sure they're just established. They seem like they've done several weddings or a lot of weddings and just that they know what they're doing. Um, also, I know this is something that people will ask their photographers, do you have backup equipment? Because if they if they only have one camera and they're not going to rent a camera for your wedding, like an extra one as a backup, that is again a huge red flag. Now, depending on your budget, this won't be an issue. Like if you have a really high budget for photography, like if you are, you have a budget of $8,000 or even $5,000 um, for your wedding photography, you're not going to run into this issue. Um, at all, pretty much everyone in that budget range should and and up should be an established photographer. I would, you know, they should be. So a lot, that's kind of the perk of having a larger budget. You don't really have to worry about these things, but if you are budget shopping, you definitely need to make sure they are an established photographer and they've done several weddings and you can trust them. Now I'm not saying like you can't trust some like a friend or someone who is like newer to photography, just getting into weddings. If you have a super low budget and you know that person and you trust them and they're newer to photography or they're doing it on the side or whatever, they don't have a website. If you know that person personally, of course, and you feel like you can trust them, sure. But if it's a stranger and they're saying, oh, I can do your wedding for a thousand dollars and you know, they have a really crappy website or they don't have a website and they their pictures are like, you like the pictures they put out, but it's not super consistent or they don't post super consistently or whatever. I would definitely be cautious, proceed with caution on that one. Um, cause they need to be trustworthy. It's not worth it to book someone that's cheap, just that's going to bail and, or not produce quality or never get your pictures back to you or, you know, whatever. Cause again, it's such an important day. It's such an important task, the photography. So make sure they can be trusted. So 
that would be my number two. So first, you have to like their aesthetic. Number two, you have to make sure they're trustworthy and established. And then number three, I would say would be budget. So obviously you don't want to book someone who is out of your budget and like crazy out, you know, obviously. I will say though that you typically get what you pay for. Now, the thing with photography is there are literally like no barriers to entry because everyone has a phone, everyone can take pictures, everyone can be a photographer. So you have people paying, charging um, for their photography services that don't really know what they're doing. And again, no, no shame to those people. I know everyone starts somewhere, but you don't want to entrust your wedding photography to that person. Um, and again, generally, you can tell by their Instagram and things and, and website. But a lot of the time, if you are in the budget of around really under $3,000 or under $3,500, you're going to get anywhere from amazing photographers like that should, could be charging $10,000 for $3,000, but you're getting them for $3,000. Or you could be getting someone who really is not very good and doesn't really know what they're doing for $3,000. So under kind of the threshold of about four or $5,000, um, you really have to investigate if this person knows what they're doing. Because I would say the standard starting rate typically is around like $1,800 for wedding photography. So, and again, you could have a starting photographer who's like, okay, I'm going to set everything up correctly. I'm going to have my business all set up and I'm going to do this and I'm going to get my website right. And I'm going to have this mentor and she's going to help me. And I'm going to make sure my editing is consistent and all these different things. And so that person starting out at $1,800, you can trust. But then another photographer who is 1800 starting out, they're like, oh, I'm just going to do this on the side. I have one camera. I did one wedding for a friend a year ago. I can start doing this. And, but they're not really taking it seriously. You know, they don't really have their business form, all those different things. And they're still charging 1800. So, like, who would you rather have? You know, and obviously, like I said, number one is you like their aesthetic, but you also have to consider these other things. And so, when you are budget shopping, um, just really be careful and pay attention um to to that and again you can typically get a feel on their website if it's professional and on their instagram social in social media in general are they posting consistently you know do they have a facebook do they have an instagram do they have a google business set up um on like on google um so yeah that's what i would say for the third thing. Of course, you want to make sure the photographer's in your budget, so it is important. Um, and I would definitely reach out to photographers that don't have their pricing listed on their website. I know when you are trying to stay within a certain budget, it can be kind of annoying that a lot of photographers don't include their, their pricing on their website. And as a photographer, I will tell you that I do not include my pricing on my website. And it is not because I am trying to 
chip you or trying to scam you or increase prices on you. It is because every circumstance is different and every situation is different and every wedding is different. And I do not want to lose a client because they see, oh, your standard pricing, your starting pricing is $3,600, but I really don't want to pay more than $2,800. And so you don't even inquire. But what if your wedding is like five minutes down the road from me and you only need five hours of coverage and or four hours, you know, depending on whatever, and I can work out the timeline with you. And, you know, there's certain aspects of this and what it maybe you're working with one of the vendors I've partnered with. So then that can give you just so there's different things that contribute to the pricing And so even though I do have my standard hourly rate and my standard pricing that I go by, it's also, it it can vary. And so I don't want you to not inquire because you're like, oh, well, you're way more than I can afford because it's possible we could work something out. And it's very possible that I could work something in with, within your budget or close to your budget. So it's, it's, I know it can be annoying and frustrating, but please inquire. And if it says on the form budget, like what's your budget, please just tell them they're not trying to scam you. I like, I mean, I don't, I can't speak for everyone, but I'm not. I want to know what you're trying to look within so I can know, hey, yeah, I can work with that. Or, hey, no, I'm sorry, I can't. And I will tell you if I can't, you know, I I will be upfront once you inquire and you give me some of that basic information, like your venue location and the date and all those things. And like most vendors, a lot of vendors have different rates depending on if it's a weekday or if it's a weekend. So if you have a weekday wedding, of course, I can work with you a little more than if it's a weekend because I don't book weddings usually on weekdays. So there's there's just room there and it's not because this is just a service-based business and every service that I'm providing is different because everyone needs different things. Um, I don't put standard pricing on my website. So don't let that deter you from reaching out. Just still reach out, put your budget, be kind, <laughs> um, tell them you love their work and you know see what they can do for you or if they're willing to help you. I will say I would not outright ask for a discount. Just upfront say what your budget is. And if they can't work within that, then they'll tell you and they'll tell you what their lowest they can do. And um, that, yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> um, I definitely think when I was getting married, I I was, I was, I was budget shopping and I should have inquired with more photographers. I kind of came to the assumption because I inquired with a few that didn't have pricing on their website and they were all significantly over my budget. And so I just stopped inquiring if they didn't have pricing on their website, but I wished that I had inquired to more that did not have their pricing on their website because I think just because they don't have their pricing on their website doesn't mean that they would be out of my budget or they couldn't work with me. So I wish that I had pursued that a little more. Typically, people, photographers that don't have their pricing on their website have a little bit more experience and kind of know that and know the flexibility that we have to have as wedding photographers and that the pricing can vary a little bit depending on things. Um, So anyway, yeah, that's just my perspective on the (laughs) pricing on the website. 
you know, it, it can definitely be a hunt to find your, your photographer that fits within your budget if you've got a low budget, but it can definitely be done. Like I said, the photography market is so oversaturated. You can definitely find someone. Um, a great place to find someone that is a good photographer in your area is definitely Facebook. You can definitely find um, people on Facebook, just post in different Facebook groups, find wedding planning Facebook groups. And I guarantee if you're like, hey, I'm getting married here, this is my date, and I need a photographer in this budget, you're going to get probably hundreds, if not at least 100 comments on that post. (laughs) I see it all the time. So that can help you narrow it down and find some people. Of course, if you would like, of course, inquire with me. <laughs> we, You can see our website at marketamlyphotography.com. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I would choose your wedding photography and the steps I would take. First, of course, consider their style. Second, make sure they're trustworthy. And third, make sure they're within your budget. Um, and I think all of those are kind of common sense things. So I'm sorry if that this episode is kind of just like, well, duh, I knew that. Um, but, you know, maybe something in here helped you. I want to, before um, we end, I also want to give you some tips for when you meet your photographer, um, the things that you should tell them, and then also things to ask them. So usually before you book a photographer, you're going to meet with them or have a phone call with them. I like to meet with all my couples via Zoom so we can see each other face to face, even though we're not like meeting face to face in person. Um, Or some some photographers do uh, meet you in person before you even book them, which is great too. But some things to let them know. Uh, I would definitely let your photographer know if you are doing a first look or not because that's very important. I would also let them know the time of your ceremony. If you already know the time your ceremony is going to start, that is a huge factor in creating a wedding timeline because we have to work around your ceremony start time. And and then also let them know the ceremony the reception, sorry, the reception end time and if you want them there the entire time. Uh now usually a photographer is going to ask those questions, but if they don't, make sure to tell them those things because those are important to uh, the the wedding timeline and just how the photographer is going to photograph your day and how much time they need to be there. Uh, another thing, of course, make sure you tell them of any family issues, I guess, or any family drama, um, just so that they can be aware. Like if your parents are divorced and haven't talked in 10 years, make sure you tell your photographer that because we don't want to place them right next to each other in family pictures. Um, Now that's something you can also let them know like closer to the actual ceremony and actual wedding day. But uh, I would definitely keep that in mind to make sure to tell your photographer of anything like that. Uh, Now some questions to ask your photographer. Uh, One of the questions that I see all the time is, which I think is a great question to ask your photographer, if they can send you a full wedding gallery. Uh, Now, if you see on their Instagram and their website, they're definitely an established photographer. They have reviews. They, you know, you love their aesthetic. Their pricing makes sense. Um, You know, they're, (laughs) they're not a super cheap photographer. I don't think this is necessary. Um, 
But if it's a photographer you're not really sure or they don't have a ton of images up or, you know, there's any red flag, you can ask them to send you a whole wedding gallery so that you can actually see like an entire gallery and what that looks like, you know, with them photographing it. Now, keep in mind that wedding was someone else's dream wedding. (laughs) It's not your dream wedding. You know, if they photograph something weird and there's like one or two images, you're like, I don't like that. Or you don't like the colors or whatever. Keep in mind, that's not your wedding. So pay more attention to, did they get a variety of shots? Did they get a variety of poses? Did, do you like the, the editing style? Um, pay attention to those things more than anything else. Cause you might be like, I hate these, but it could just be, you hate the wedding colors or, you know, whatever. So just keep that in mind. But that's definitely a great thing to ask your photographer if you're, you know, not sure or if you're between a couple of photographers, ask them to send you an entire wedding gallery um, so that you can see all their images from a previous wedding. So most photographers should be willing to do that. And again, it's not always necessary, um, but you can definitely do that. Now, another question uh, to ask your photographer is second shooters. So some photographers include second shooters and some do not. Definitely ask about that. I personally believe it is extremely important to have a second shooter at your wedding. Not only do you get a variety of different angles and shots from different perspectives, but you also get the backup of having a second camera, a second SD card. You know, I've heard of things getting stolen, lost, ruined, whatever. And so it's really, I believe, really important to have two people, two separate camera bags, you know, two separate things of equipment. So the chances of something happening to your images is less. And that way, if something does happen to one of them, you know, there's backup. So I definitely think having a second photographer is very important. So make sure you know if your photographer includes that or not. Uh, My husband and I work together, so it's always included if by chance, you know, and that's the nice thing about us, I will say, shameless plug um, for us, since we are a husband and wife team, uh, and we always shoot together, not only do we work seamlessly together, but it's nice because if one something were to happen to one of us, you still have the other of us, the other one of us to be the lead shooter and then we'll just hire out a second. So so like if one of us got sick, you would still have your photographer. With uh, another other, you know, photographers that do it independently, if they hire a second shooter, it's just them and their second. And so if something happens to your lead shooter, you just have the second shooter with who, which who knows how long, how many weddings they've done. Who knows if they know how to lead shoot a wedding, who know you know, who they don't know you, they don't know your plan. They don't know your timeline. You've never met them. So that can be a little frightening. So with us, it's kind of cool with the husband and wife teams um, because you'll meet both of us and you'll get to know both of us and we'll both know, you know, the plan for your wedding and everything. So if something were to happen to one of us, we'll just find a second shooter, but you'll still have one of us, <laughs> but usually we do it together. Um, So yeah, but anyway, (laughs) that was, so anyway, but just make sure you ask your photographer about a second shooter um, and what that looks like and if they provide one. I would also make sure to ask your photographer about backup equipment. Again, this is a question that if you are already 
like if your budget is 4k or over or even 3k or over typically like you don't need to ask this but if you're budget shopping definitely ask about backup equipment how many cameras do they have you know do they have enough backup equipment uh, i think that's really important yeah uh, also another thing to ask your photographer is about detail shots so i would definitely if you want to have detail shots, which you should, and this is shots of your wedding rings, the wedding shoes that you're going to wear, and the invitations and all that. Ask them how they want that. Um, some photographers will take it before the wedding ceremony and photograph all your details before the wedding day, um, which I'm willing to do, but there's certain things that I need. Like I will need all of those items. I will need the invitations, the rings, the shoes. I'll also need some florals. But um, you ask your photographer how they like to do that, how much time they need for that. Um, because for me, I like to have at least 45 minutes to photograph de- those bridal details because I have to style them. Of course, if you have a planner or stylist that's going to style them for you for me, then that makes it easier or for your photographer and that it can go by quicker. Um, but if I'm going to style them, like I will need certain things. And But I a lot of photographers have stuff too to style it with. So they might already they might plan to bring their own florals. They might bring, you know, different things. So I would definitely ask them what they need for that. Um do they need like do they need you to purchase some extra florals for those detail shots? Do they need your veil for those cuz some some will use a veil, some don't, you know, what what are the things they need and how much time do they need for the detail shots and do they want to do it before the wedding ceremony or will they only do it at the ceremony? Um, just ask them kind of how they do that, what they need. And, you know, it's something, again, that's something that can be discussed later, closer to the wedding, but as much information as you can get before you book, I think is good. So, I mean, I would definitely explore that. Um, and I'm trying to think what other questions should you ask? I think on another episode, I'm definitely going to have a bride on here um, and share what they wished they had asked their photographer. I will share as a former bride, um, I wished I had asked my photographer, uh, I guess, just more about the timeline. Um, I think I created like a timeline in my head of, okay, she's going to photograph this, then this, then this, then. And I don't know that we ever went, I don't remember. I don't remember ever going through the timeline together. And I was disappointed because she didn't really get getting many getting ready shots, which was ended up being okay. It was fine. Um, but and I don't, maybe we talked about that beforehand, but I could have swore I wanted getting ready shots, but there wasn't enough time and she didn't end up getting any. And so I think we just didn't really discuss the timeline in super, I guess, in a detailed manner. Um, she was just going to show up, go for eight hours, do the standard thing, and we're done. And I wish we had gone more into timeline. So I definitely would see if your photographer provides a detailed timeline and creates that with you because I do think that's super important. Like photographers should have a certain amount of time that it takes to photograph each part of the wedding day. And so it's really important to have their input in creating a timeline and knowing how long you need to book them for. So, and that goes back to the photographer needing to know 
when the ceremony starts and if you're doing a first look and, you know, all that thing so we can make sure we capture everything adequately. So I would definitely ask your photographer if they help you with creating a timeline because that's very important. Now, a lot of time, again, if you have a planner, they should help do that too, but the photographer should be in communication with the planner to create that timeline. I really think that the photographer needs to have input on a timeline because it's important, (laughs) even with luxury weddings. And luxury wedding planners typically will know how long it takes, but they should still send it to the photographer and be like, hey, is this good? Do you need any more time? Do you need adjustments or anything like that? So, um, yeah. And then, of course, okay. I, the, one of the most important things I completely forgot. So when you meet with your photographer, you have to make sure you get along. You like them. You, you know, vibe with them. Yeah, you just have to get along. They need to be someone that you can see yourself hanging out with on your wedding day because you are going to be hanging out with them all day on your wedding day. <laughs> so make sure you like them and you get along. If you don't feel right about someone, skip them. Go to go on to another one. Um, yeah. And then my last tip is don't overthink it. Don't crazy overthink it. Don't let it stress you out. You know, if you do all these things, you're going to find someone who is great Try to relax and just, you know, take it slow. Um, do what you need to do. Take your time and uh, don't stress about it. Uh, I know wedding photography is a huge decision. It's really important. But if you do prioritize it, like I said, and you do all these things, you know, you're going to find someone who is good and that you trust and that you can entrust your wedding day to. So that is my tips for finding your wedding photographer. And I hope this helped you some way, in some way. Um, find me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Mark and Emily Photography. And follow along here. Make sure to subscribe and I will see you in the next episode.